The Sports Gambling Podcast is sponsored by MyBookie.ag. Join now and MyBookie will match your deposit with a 50% bonus. Use the promo code SGP50 to activate the offer. So enter SGP50 to activate the offer. Visit MyBookie.ag today where you play, you win, and you get paid. The Sports Gambling Podcast is also sponsored by FanVest. FanVest Vagering Exchange will be the stock market for sports. FanVest is a digital exchange that lets you invest in and trade sports teams like stocks to monetize your sports knowledge without losing your wallet. On Sunday, March the 17th, FanVest are launching a free-to-play March Madness Portfolio Challenge where you can win a $5,000 cash prize for the winning portfolio. Beyond simply picking a bracket which locks you in for the entire tournament, FanVest lets you play throughout the final round. On Selection Sunday, sign up for free on FanVestWageringExchange.com to instantly receive a 1000 fan bucks to build a portfolio of your team's that you think will advance. That name again, fanvestwageringexchange.com. listening to the EPL show here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Follow the Sports Gambling Podcast Network on Twitter at the SGP Network. Doing this show for you right here in New York City. I'm here for WrestleMania weekend. I will then be returning home for three days to London to spend some time with my kid. Then I'll be flying straight back to New York to cover the Amir Khan versus Terence Crawford fight. There will be a preliminary preview of that along with a preview of WrestleMania on episode three of the fight show here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network coming out over the weekend. We'll also be looking at the heavyweight division and explaining what on earth is going on there, why nobody is is fighting each other amongst the top four or five contenders. We'll have an explanation for that. So make sure you listen to episode three of the fight show. Meanwhile, relating to football, we'll be back here in the week with a Champions League match betting preview and the Europa League preview will be over on lockbetting.com and uh, that's where you're also going to be able to find your official picks this weekend for the soccer, for the European soccer. It's also where you'll find the European show and also where you'll find your official WrestleMania picks for those of you that are interested in that. For those of you that are critical that we're even covering that, uh, I don't care. I have a massive, massively, massively profitable record in that. It's comparable to my soccer record. It's something you can bet on. It's something you can win on. It was covered by Christian Pina not a while, not so long ago on his show where I was a guest explaining the betting markets. And WrestleMania is the biggest betting market for wrestling. Everybody will be taking bets on this, especially with this weekend being the first ever women's main event and with the WrestleMania being in New York with a marquee number being number 35. So listen out for that. It will be on the Fight Show Part 3 and the official picks will be on lockbetting.com. Moving forward with the football, we landed another lock in midweek. We are now at 39 and 8 for the season. 
We also landed the parlay play on that show. Meanwhile, the underdog play still goes tonight. I'm doing this a couple of hours before the kickoff of Southampton versus Liverpool. I wanted to get this done so I can go out into New York City and locate a bar that's showing this game. And uh, hopefully Southampton can do a job and derail Liverpool's title aspiration. So we're not going to cover that game. We still have a pick on that pending from the last episode of the EPL show. We're going to go straight to tomorrow's three o'clock kickoffs. Uh, we start with Bournemouth versus Burnley, where Bournemouth are the even money favourites. It's five to two to draw, and it's five to two on Burnley. Whenever Burnley look in trouble and look like they're getting too close to Cardiff, uh, they seem to pull out a win. Uh, the last relegation slot will now be decided by Burnley. Brighton, Southampton and Cardiff and I feel when you look at the teams and the squads Cardiff are significantly the weakest team of the bunch there and um, the gap between the sides is not too much it's five points between Cardiff and all of the other three that I just mentioned unfortunately for Cardiff they have played 32 games whereas the likes of Brighton and Southampton have only played 31 so they look slightly safer than Burnley although I don't think Burnley are in any major danger I think they need maybe two wins maximum out of these last six games to stay up and uh I don't think they'll be targeting one of these wins in Bournemouth. Bournemouth is a tough place to go. Um, this is why they've been in mid-table this season, because of their home form. And uh, I think Bournemouth may be able to get the win here over Burnley. I think that they are the better team. I think their home field is, is quite advantageous, given that it's quite a small atmosphere. It's not one of these bigger grounds where people love coming to. I've actually written an entire article about that, which is over on the Sports Gambling Podcast website, talking about the effect that new stadia will have on home field advantage, betting angles, and generally on football as a whole in terms of how it will affect it atmospherically and how it's kind of pushing out the, the diehard supporters that some refer to as um, hooligans, which because they brandished them as coming from a violence or drinking culture but that's not necessarily or binge drinking culture but that's not necessarily the case as outlined in the article so go and have a look at that as it talks about um, home field and uh, what these new and the effects of these new stadiums and the direction that we may be going in with football as far as uh, marketing and um, franchising and basically the Americanization of, of the game as I refer to it as but um, Bournemouth aren't affected by that they really should um, consider at some point moving to a bigger stadium than this though um, I think they're doing themselves at this service they the gate receipts are so low um, that they actually replicate that not even of a championship side but of a league one team um, it's really not acceptable to be taking league one money for a Premier League game so certainly something Bournemouth need to look at in the future but as in the meanwhile they're in no danger of going down not this year not next year not for the long term they're fully established Premier League team that continue to go upwards and uh, they keep pushing for a top half finish and I think a win against Burnley will help them here at even money up next you have Huddersfield versus Leicester City where Huddersfield are 4-1 it's 13-5 the draw and it's 10-11 on Leicester Huddersfield are down and 
Leicester seem to have set themselves the target of getting into seventh place. Now, the people around them have FA Cup semi-final aspirations, although you wouldn't have thought it by looking at the performances of Wolves and Watford in midweek where they were both victorious on Tuesday. But they are playing in an FA Cup semi-final this week and Leicester have the opportunity to take seventh place and make it their own. uh, I also feel on paper that Leicester warrants seventh spot. I think they are a better team than Wolves and a better team than Watford and a better team than than Everton, especially on their day. Their back four and goalkeeper are very solid. And, and Jamie Vardy is one of the most consistent strikers in the Premier League. They also have a lot of young, talented players in midfield like Madison. So I'm all over Leicester here. I think Leicester win this game because uh, Huddersfield are already down and Leicester are just far from up next you got Newcastle versus Crystal Palace where Newcastle are the 7-5 favourites it's 11-5 to draw and it's 2-1 on Palace Palace were beaten at Tottenham in the week I think they were always going to lose that game which is why we took it as our lock I just couldn't see Tottenham failing to win the first game in their new stadium Crystal Palace are on 36 points and completely safe Newcastle are on 35 and also looking completely safe maybe both teams could probably do with just one more win to make sure I think this could be the one for Newcastle. They are a very decent home team. That has that has been where they have saved themselves this season. And I'm uh, expecting Newcastle to to win this one this weekend at seven to five. So far, we've gone for a a lot of straight winners, and that will change here with the game at Everton on Sunday. Everton versus Arsenal. Everton are the two to one underdogs. It's thirteen to five. The draw. And it's 13 to 10 on Arsenal. I'm not sure what to do with this one because Arsenal have gone on a decent run of form and are looking like they're almost certainties to to finish in the top four. While the likes of Chelsea are really Chelsea and Tottenham are really really patchy, and Man United have hit a bad run of form, losing three of the last four. So it's actually Arsenal who look like the most consistent side in that third to six place bracket when consistency in Arsenal are never two words that we've used together lately under in the last three or four years so that's why I'm kind of leaning towards Everton disrupting the ship here because Arsenal have had a very easy run of fixtures and this is a tough game against Everton the the unfortunate thing is is that Everton are only four to seven to stop Arsenal here on the double chance therefore I'm leaning towards more so towards going for both teams to score in this game at four to six Um, neither of them have watertight defences I'm not convinced by the form of of Jordan Pickford I think Arsenal definitely score here at Everton and I I think Everton definitely score here against Arsenal Arsenal got themselves uh, a rare clean sheet last week but um, I'm not expecting one here today Arsenal are a different proposition at home than they are away and uh, although Arsenal did win their last game 2-0 at home to Newcastle on Monday uh, I'm not expecting a clean sheet here for either of these teams and uh, I think we could see goals in this one I'm not confident about picking a winner I'm not confident about Either one of these two teams in general, they have just been littered with inconsistencies the last four or five years. I would say Everton certainly more so. Um, Arsenal only 
you only really throw the inconsistency tag at them is because the expectation is so much higher. But both teams have been performing under expectation. It's only now that Arsenal have got to the point where you expect them to be. And um, I almost feel like this has uh, a letdown spot written all over it for Arsenal going going to to Everton on TV on Sunday. Uh, Everton have seemed to have found themselves in some a decent rain uh, a decent rain of form, which has been a rarity for them this season. I think this is possibly the best run of form that they've had for some time, possibly since Marco Silva took over. So um, tough one to call. Both teams to score the easiest thing to go with. Moving on to the final game that we're going to look at in the Premier League, and it's Chelsea versus West Ham, where Chelsea are the one to three favourites. It's 17 to four to draw, and it's 15 to two on West Ham. Um, West Ham supporters are not very happy with with their performances as of late. Uh, the accusation is is that they've gone on a holiday. Uh, I would agree with that. If you're losing at home to Everton and not even scoring a goal. Um, you, you do look like you're on holiday. And they, and when I watched the game, it, parts of it, it did look like they were on holiday as well. Some very, very poor performances from some of the bigger players. I'm not sure whether they, they feel like they may be leaving the club, the likes of uh, Felipe Anderson and Anatovic, or whether they just can't wait to, to go on their holidays. Uh, it's a shame because West Ham um, long, long left the relegation conversation and you would think that they would have aspirations to finish in seventh place. On paper, it's, I would say them and Leicester are the, the best two squads outside of the top six. Uh, I think they have better players than, than Everton, despite the fact that Everton did spend a lot of money in the summer, I don't think anybody there has really stood out. I don't think anyone has really clicked. The, the best player in the Everton team is still Sigerson. Whereas uh, West Ham have had a lot of players that have performed well this season. That Diop's a decent defender and he's only going to get better and better. We all know about Rice. Uh, we all know about what Felipe Anderson done uh, in the first half of the season. Has really done nothing in the second half. We know that Anatovic... Uh, and what we know about Anatovic and what he can do on his day, although he also hasn't really played the second half of the season. So there are players here in the West Ham team uh, when they can be bothered to turn up. Whether they can be bothered to turn up at Chelsea, I'm not too sure. I don't really have too much confidence in it. One to three is not something I can pick as an outright pick, but um, I'm quite confident after seeing their performance against Brighton, taking Chelsea here on a minus one handicap at 10 to 11 for a selection on this one. Closing out with the lock dog. Oh, before we do that, sorry, apologise. Um, we should cover the the FA Cup matches. It's semi-finals this weekend, or it doesn't feel like it though, based on the uh, the teams in it. If you told me at the start of the season, Manchester City would be needing to fend off Brighton, Watford, and Wolves to win the FA Cup, I would have thought you were crazy. Um, the FA Cup. Outright odds reflect that when Manchester City are the one to three favourites and Wolves are the second favourites at four to one. Uh, the Manchester City tie isn't worth giving that much consideration to. Uh, they are the one to seven favourites to beat Brighton. It's 13 to two to draw and it's 18 to one on Brighton. I think Manchester City comfortably uh, plough past Brighton here at Wembley Stadium. It's perfect for them. I, I think Brighton may be over, overwhelmed by the occasion. Manchester City are used to playing on a pitch like this. They're used to the occasion. 
they're used to coming to Wembley and, and, and beating Tottenham as well and um, they're going to have um, two chances to do that in the next few weeks sorry actually they're going to have um, three chances to do that because Manchester City also played Tottenham in the league so they happen twice in the Champions League and uh, and once in the league as well so three matches back to back against Tottenham back to back to back to back so back to back to back there's no fourth one back to back to back yeah three times in a row they're going to play Tottenham so this is just something that they need to deal with beforehand get themselves into another cup final and uh, I feel Manchester City will comfortably get past Brighton the other game is a toss up which is why the the underdog slightly appeals because I don't think there's really that much between Wolves and Watford Wolves going to it as a two to one underdogs it's nine to four to draw and it's seven to five on Wolves I have a feeling that this one could go long on on Sunday. I feel like this one could go to extra time. I think it really does mean a lot to to both of the teams. Wolves are the eight to eleven favourites to qualify here, and and Watford are at even money. Um, I'm not going to touch any of that. I'm going to have a tiny bet on the draw here in this one, and uh, that would also be my underdog play as we close out the show with the lock dog parlay. So, looking at the lock, really only makes sense to go with one team. It's Leicester City at Huddersfield. This game seems to mean a lot more to Leicester. They have set their goals on being seventh in the Premier League. That's a goal set set to them by the new manager Brendan Rodgers has had a very decent start as the new Leicester manager meanwhile Huddersfield are already down uh, they weren't good enough to be in the Premier League I don't know how they survived last season and uh, they're taking their rightful place in the championship and they're going to go out with a whimper um, probably going to lose maybe five of the last six, game, six games it wouldn't surprise me at all if they lose five of the last six games on their way out of the Premier League and exit with a very very poor points total for a very very poor side the dog play I already touched on it just a second ago I'm going to be going for the draw in the Watford Wolf games. There's nothing to separate them. It's going to be a tight game, and I wouldn't be surprised to see that one going to extra time because the other cup semi final will be relatively convincing and one sided, in my opinion, with um, Manchester City breezing past Brighton. Closing out with the parlay, and uh, I've kept this one really simple. I've kept it as a, a two teamer. Again, as we did in midweek, although you can be free to to add Manchester City to it if you want, but it's not going to add too much to the price. £100 on this one returns you 266 and the selections are Chelsea to win and Bournemouth to win. That's Chelsea over West Ham and Bournemouth over Burnley. £100 returns you 266 That concludes this edition of the EPL show as we look to land our 40th lock out of 48 selections this week it'll be 40 and 8 will be our record if Leicester can do the business at Huddersfield the European show where the lock record is sitting at 24 and 5 will be available exclusively over at lockbetting.com so make sure you check that out it's also going to be the place where you can get all your official picks this weekend for Wrestlemania here on the SGP I'll be back in the very new future with two shows one dropping over the weekend Fight Show Episode 3 covering the latest in boxing including Amir Khan and Crawford the state of the heavyweight division and Wrestlemania 35 preview 
And of course, I'll be back next week with the betting lines for the first leg of the Champions League quarterfinals where Tottenham will face Manchester City, Manchester United will face Barcelona, Ajax will take on Juventus and Liverpool will go up against Porto. For the Europa League section, you need to head over to my website, lockbetting.com, where we'll be covering the Europa League. That's it from me. Please check out my article over on the Sports Gambling Podcast website. I think you'll find it relatively interesting, especially if you are a football fan or a soccer fan, as you guys call it. And you probably are because you're listening to the show. Good luck with all of your bets this weekend, as always. And WrestleMania is awesome. Thanks for listening. For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. It's finally spring, and I'm saying goodbye snow, hello adventure. And during the Honda Dream Garage Spring Event, you can get epic deals on your favorite Honda model. Ready to get rugged? Then take the off-road in an all-wheel drive Honda SUV, like the CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, or redesigned Ridgeline. Want to take a spring road trip? Then check out a fuel-efficient turbocharged Civic or Accord. Say goodbye to winter and hello to a new Honda. Don't miss huge savings during the Honda Dream Garage Spring Event. Now at your local Honda dealer.